All right, Kristen. Now hear me out. So, we, you know, we've all been through multiple jobs. So my question is, what is the worst job you've ever had and why was it so bad? <laughs> <laughs> ah. Um, hmm. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you, uh, for me, like from my perspective, I feel like you haven't had that many jobs. You're pretty loyal to companies. I'm very loyal to companies. Um, I don't know. I think that's just something I prop myself on. Um, worst job and how? I feel like all my jobs have been been like somewhat like good in their own way. Um, but I would say you know during the security whole security debacle that I'm going through, um, there's probably been a couple of sites that I've been to that I just didn't really like. Mm-hmm. Um, even the Facebook, like my Facebook site that I'm at now, like it's not horrible. Um, it's not at my work site I think I've been to, but it's definitely like not my best. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me see. It used to be. Um, I would say my worst place I've worked at so far probably was. Hmm. Damn, that's hard, bro. That's hard. I have a lot of good memories with everybody. I would say probably my first security spot they sent me to. And the only reason that is is because um, the odd hours I was working, it was kind of a, a not so like for sure mm-hmm. schedule. Um, they were just kind of just throwing, they were just trying to give me 40 hours at that point. So I was working no, night shifts sometimes. I was working days. I was working um, mid shift. It was just kind of like, hey, this is what we have. Take what we got until they moved me to a more permanent site. Um, so I would say that probably every, every job I feel like has its pros and cons, but I feel like that was kind of oh, the yeah, biggest for sure. For sure. Um, and obviously like the, the people you work with can make a, a bad job kind of good. Like, yeah. If yeah. If you're like joking around, having a good time with your coworkers, mm-hmm. you're more likely to stay in that, that kind of feel. But, uh, for me, I probably say a job that I only have for like three to four days. What job was this? <laughs> I was a car salesman for like a little oh, bit. Oh, dead. Did I know about that? Uh, I think so. I think I briefly told you about it. I try not, you know, t- tell too many people about it. <laughs> I can't picture I, you was, being a car salesman. That's funny. Yeah, it was horrible. It was right after, like, it was after Bucky's, and I love Bucky's. Like, you know, the mem- the people I worked with, just the the schedule was six to two. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it was like a it only paid thirteen dollars an hour. So it wasn't like, unless I moved up, which I feel like I could have if I stayed, especially because they were expanding a lot. Um, but I was like, I just, I had just graduated college. So I was like, okay, well, I can't just, you know, stay here. I have to like, well, I felt like I had to like go on and do something and look for something like better, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then also what kind of prompted me to, to leave Bucky's was I got like uh, my car. I was like, oof. Three hundred ten dollar payment, monthly payment. Like, I better find something that can like pay this. Uh, so yeah, I shortly left, or shortly after I got my car, I left Bucky's and I saw the uh, the local dealership. It was, it was hiring is like three uh, three thousand guarantee for for three months, and then then you'll be based off commission. I was like, I know people, like I know if you're a car salesman, you can make good money. Yeah, you can make really good money. But you have to have you, that personality. You gotta have the personality and you gotta have that you drive have to, have that person. to actually yeah. like do it. 
yeah and like i was like okay well maybe let's, let's just see how it is and i went and like bro they wouldn't even like they don't even train you they just kind of like throw you out there um i talked to maybe like one person two people the whole time i was there <laughs> <laughs> I was like bro like i left and they probably didn't even notice i left so it was it was it's pretty bad very doggy dog world and yeah it was like yeah, I mean, even from the outside perspective, like, just going to a car dealerships, like, bro, <laughs> they attack you, they go after you, and so, like, imagine on the other side of that, where you have to, like... Go attack people you know, and go, grab them. Yeah, <laughs> before, before other people can do it, too, so it's, like, not only do you have to be aggressive with the customer, you also have to, like, kind of step on your co-worker's toes, essentially, just to get the sale if you want it. Shit, <clears throat> co-workers, those are opponents, bro. For real, honestly, so... It's, for me, I feel like that was my worst job. Uh, all the other jobs I really had was a kind of retail. And, you know, retail obviously has its ups and downs. Um, but that was definitely the job that I felt most out of place. Okay. Yeah, I, I definitely... Um, I've went to a car salesman, like, uh, job interview type thing. They had one of those, like, group interviews where they just put, mm-hmm. like, have, like... First of all, anytime there's a group interview... Just know it's gonna be a crappy job. Um, yeah, <laughs> they're like, they hire you immediately. Yeah, they're, they're they're just like, hey, you know, y'all are basically hired, but you know, here's the things that you're kind of, you know, they're like, well, what they do is they'll be like, okay, well, you have a quota to meet every every month. If you don't reach that quota, they'll cover you minimum wage, and so you're still gonna make money, but then in return, you still owe the company that money that you did not make so on your next sale you have to pay the company back before you get a certain percentage of your money and get the commission and plus some of that still goes back to the company so it's like you could you could really put yourself in a hole so there's certain months that i believe they call them code months where (coughs) you sell nothing and they're like you'll probably get no um no customers or anything they're like but what you're still gonna get paid um but if you're under your um like your little quota or whatever then then you you owe the company so a lot of times when they say you have those good months they want you to sell a lot and you know already sell as much as you can so you can kind of cover yourself for those cold months and yeah it it was just i was like oh no this is just too much just betting on myself which i'll bet on myself but not in this position (laughs) (laughs) so no no i definitely get you that's crazy it's definitely good for somebody who doesn't really need the money at the time and they can kind of like be okay if they're making minimum wage or whatever it is um, and they can build up that clientele or whatever. Like you get that one person and they tell more people to come to you and um, referrals. Yeah, there's definitely a learning learning curve for sure. So, yeah. um, I mean, I, like obviously there's a lot of successful car, like car, car salesmen out there, so it's possible. Uh, it's just it's not for me, <laughs> yeah. not my personality. Um, you know, to each their own, but hard pass. <laughs> Very hard pass. But, um, yeah, I mean, comment below. Let us know what you guys, what your worst job was, and why it was so bad. Um, you know, interact with us. We'll comment back. So that's all I have. Okay. Um, I was trying to say something else about the job. Uh, ah, never mind. Cause I was I was really thinking about, I was really thinking about my other jobs, and I was like, obviously, you know, they all have their pros and cons, like I said. 
And I was like, man, you know, I worked at Six Flags. Six Flags was great. Six Flags was great, but like, pay was horrible. At least at the time, pay felt great. Um, <laughs> when I was able to collect the three hundred dollar check a week, I was like, oh, I'm balling. But you had, over here, like working overtime and stuff, Bruh, You, I was working day to night and like happily doing it. Like, it was it was wild at that time. It was just like, hey, I, it was my first job. And, you know, made a lot of friends doing it and was just happy to work with certain people. It was just a, a great experience. Management sucked, but um, the people I worked yeah. with was great. Uh, besides working in the elements, that's obviously. Yeah, I was about to say, how was that? But, like, I worked at, I worked at uh, Hurricane Harbor and obviously I'm surrounded by water, so I feel like the heat wasn't too bad. And um, obviously they made sure we had, you know, sunscreen and water and stuff like that. They, they emphasized that a lot with us. <clears throat> But yeah, I can imagine like at Six Flags where you just you just you're out just there, there in like a polo shirt <laughs> and, and, a, and a high yellow polo shirt, and yeah, um, like... it doesn't matter what it is, you're you're out there. So uh, it get you get used to it. I think the worst was probably when we were working in the winter time, um, just standing out there in the cold and like managers just chilling in the buildings <laughs> and you know stuff like that. They'll bring out like hot chocolate and stuff. But like that, that barely happened. <laughs> so it was just like, dang, we're really sitting out here in this cold, dying basically. Um, but hey, you know, you, you you get the right coworkers and stuff like that, and it makes all that time worthwhile. You know, I really love yeah. my coworkers at Six Flags, and that was, I hate that. Like, obviously, I'm not really in contact with much of them, but <laughs> I still I still have them some of them on Facebook and stuff like that. But yeah, that was it was it was a good time. Oh yeah, definitely. Some some friendships do last through like once you leave, but most of the time it's like even like the friend that I talked to at Honda a lot, like I barely left that job but six months ago. Mm-hmm. I don't even talk to him anymore. <laughs> that used to be your like, guy too. Y'all feel like I used to I talk know. all the time. I know, bro. It's like he's really the only person I really talked to like at work and you know, and I always had a feeling like you can kinda of tell when some people are like, Oh, this is a work friend. Yeah. This, this is not a person that I'm gonna go if I left the and... job, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you know how it'd be. Yep. Life. <clears throat> but other than that, um, you ready to get the podcast started? Yeah, let's do it. All right, bet getting the podcast started in three, two, one. What up, everybody? This is your boy, Chris. And this is Vic. And welcome to Now Hear Me Out. This is episode number 92, and welcome to the podcast. If you're listening now, make sure you click on that like, subscribe button, click on that bell notification, so every time we post, you get notified. All right, Vic, so what's going on with you, man? How's your how's your week been going? Updates, updates. Let's see. Uh, got a haircut, finally. <laughs> hey. And you yeah. notice I uh, also shaved a little bit of the beard. That's good for you, Vic. <laughs> don't know how much i'm updated is but you know, you know hey you guys okay so you know when vic get a haircut i'll let you I'll let you guys know what the secret is why when vic gets haircut he stops wearing a cap so vic when he has the cap on just know that his hair is not cut but when he's not wearing the cap true, he's true. he's feeling himself and you know he's like okay i feel like i could shine a little bit a little bit more love i understand like literally, like I got the invite from Kristen for the meeting, and I had a hat on. I was like, okay, let me turn on my computer. 
and I was turning it on. I took off my cap. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> so y'all need hair. to see. Y'all need to see this haircut. I'm here. I'm here for it. I'm getting my hair retwisted tomorrow. It's just ready to be retwisted. Um, but all I gotta say is like, I'm glad that Leslie's brother got into haircutting because I was tired of paying for haircuts. Hey, save you some money, but, man. I know. Um, but besides that, also last week I think I mentioned that how eBay was kind of like doing pretty good, like booming. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it, since I said that, it got like slow. Yeah, <laughs> I jinxed myself. Jinx yourself. Eh? Um. Also, uh, on Thursday, I kind of watched a little bit of the NFL draft. I don't know if you caught any. We kind of have a story uh, going along with it later. Not, not. I didn't watch too much of it. I caught like a couple of the players, um, just from yeah. the, the Instagram page. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not that big into like, you know, draft. I don't like. We don't watch college football that much, so no. like, yeah, so I kind of really don't know them until they get into the, the NFL. Uh, but you know, I had nothing going on, so I was like, let me see what, what's going on, see who the Cowboys get. Um. And then the only other update I really have is, so when we went back to San Antonio on Thursday, when we walked into that house, it was like burning hot, bro. It was, we checked the temperature. That hole was at 98. Jesus. I know. And I think part, I mean, beforehand we were kind of having a little bit of AC issues and we're like, okay, we'll see how it goes. And um, <laughs> so we were having a little AC issues. And so I knew we were going to be gone for a little bit. I don't know, maybe if I should have done this, but I was like, okay, let me just go ahead and turn off the AC. <laughs> okay. Because I didn't want, for my thought process was like, okay, we're going to be gone for two weeks and I don't want, the AC's having issues already. So it's going to, I felt like it was, it was going to work really hard to try to keep a low temperature, raising up my electricity bill a, a lot if it's not working properly. Okay. But anyway, so I, I turned how, it off. I don't know how that works, Vic. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> think that's how that works, though. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> well, because, like, if, it, if it's having trouble, like, hitting 70, I don't know. I can't explain it. Well, but if, is it not, if it's having trouble hitting 70, it's not, their conditioner is not going to work harder to do it. <laughs> it's, it's just not going to hit it. <laughs> or it's going to say 70, and it's just, hey, it's just, hey, what it is. But it, it could be. It could be working harder. You never know. But well, because it would never go off, right? Like you know, once it hits seventy, it kind of goes off a little bit. Yeah. So I guess yeah, I can see that. I can see that. So like the temperature would never actually reach what it's trying to get. So it's continually trying to hit that temperature. I can see yeah. That. There you go. So, anyways, I turned it off, and then we got home. It was burning hot, like bro. It was like you walked walked into a sauna. So obviously, it was kind of late. We got there probably like midnight, one thirty, or okay. midnight to one. Um, you were like, bro, what are we gonna do? <laughs> so obviously we didn't have family around. We couldn't just like pop up to someone's place. Um, so we just kind of we turned it on, obviously, and opened up the the doors, the windows, and everything. Luckily, it was kind of a cool night, so it did go down a little bit. The sleeping was a little rough. Mm-hmm. Like, um, obviously we had a little box fan, but we ended up t- turning that box fan towards Ava because, you know, obviously she can't handle the heat as much as we can so mm-hmm. <clears throat> gotta keep her cool at least but uh the next day the AC... everybody for themselves <laughs> 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 uh, but car. The next... right the next day uh the ac guy did come he looked at it he said we were having some type of freon issue okay uh, and that he was going to have to order some parts and get it fixed probably sometime next week, but we weren't going to be there this week. So I was like, fuck, <laughs> what are we going to do? And he, luckily, he said, uh, I'm going to try to 
kind of fix it to where it works for the, throughout the weekend. Mm-hmm. And so after he, after a while, he he got it and fixed it. And throughout the weekend, we didn't really have any issues, well, which was good. But going back, I don't know what well, I don't know what we're gonna be walking into. <laughs> but um, he'll whenever we do go back, like at least he knows the issue, so he he can fix it pretty quickly. But besides that, you know, Texas Heat ain't no ain't no uh, joke, bro. So I have questions. I have questions because. You know, I'm pretty sure other people have questions too. And my question, Vic, is okay. So when the AC was fucked up, and you were like, "Turn it off." <laughs> Why did you just call somebody at that point to go get it fixed? Obviously, you knew something was going on with it. Why didn't y'all just call somebody? No. Okay. So <clears throat> the first time. Okay. So when we noticed it was kind of broken, we did put an AC request in. Okay. Um, however, we were leaving like that next day. And so when they got back to us, they're like, Oh, when can we come? And it was like, bro, we're already gone. (laughs) And it's one of those places where like, you have to be there for them to work. Like the property, the people we're renting from, it's like a a company and they want you there. If uh, someone's going into your house, Mm -hmm. which is annoying. Uh, like I honestly, like I kind of get it, but I don't mind if like someone's coming in to fix something if I'm not there. Yeah. But so we did let them know, and then we told them we were going to be out of town. That when we go back, we'll we'll let them know. Okay. Um, but I mean, when we got back, we put the question, and they came the next day. So I mean, it's just like it's just kind of going back and forth thing to kind of threw it off. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Was that your only question? You said questions. No, no, so. no. That was that was my kind away, of only question away. for the most part. Um, <laughs> I guess next question is you know. Why didn't you just stay? I'll just <laughs> <laughs> not for real. <laughs> we low key, we were like, let's just go back. I, I texted Kristen Till like, bro, we might have to pull up at your house <laughs> and ghost it, but, bro. That shit fire. The wild. I know, but um, cool. Anything what about else? you? Got any updates? Uh, not really. So you ready to get up? Let's go ahead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not, like, not, right. but honestly, nah, I don't really have too many updates. Me and Caleb just trying to get this stuff for the wedding, uh, put together. Uh, a lot of wedding planning still. She found her, she found a dress on Friday. She just went on a limb and she's like, Hey, I'm gonna go look for a dress on Friday. Um, I, get, I think Leslie reached out to her and told her about some, I guess they're having some sell at one of the places that she went to. And, Kayla went, found a dress, and she was like, she had already scheduled to go um, dress shopping again on Saturday with her other her bridesmaids, some of her bridesmaids. So she was just like, hey, um, I found my dress. Do you think I should still go? I'm like, yeah, why not? You know, um, I was like, kind of just use it for the, you know, I guess for the experience with your bridesmaids type thing. And I was like, you already requested, you know, the thing, and they said if she doesn't come or she cancels the appointment, then it's like fifty dollars. I'm like, shit. Well, f that. Like, just go. Um, right. So she goes <laughs> with her bridesmaids and she finds another dress, and uh, she's like torn and she's like, I don't know if I should get it. I don't know if I sh- shouldn't. And I was like, look, you're gonna look amazing, whatever you get. So I was like, I trust you. I will. Well, obviously, I don't, you don't need my trust. But I'm just like, you're <laughs> you're gonna look amazing and regardless, and you know, just trying to give her that like confidence or whatever yep. she she chooses. Um, I was like, shoot, but she got a hell of a deal on that Friday dress, so I'm like, you know, 
that Friday dress. But that Friday sounds, dress. Hey, you know, <laughs> I don't know how you look at them, but that Friday dress looking kind of cute. Uh, <laughs> for that price, anything cute. Nah, but um, she was getting a lot of opinions from a lot of people, and it was kind of very split. And I was like, look, I was at the end of the day, it doesn't matter about what anybody thinks but you. So um, I think she started getting yeah. a little confidence and just feeling better about the dress she picked in. And I was like, you're going to look amazing. And, you know, just giving her that little boost of confidence, being that that future husband <laughs> that I can't. <laughs> I see you. I see you. Yeah. But yeah, I always feel that way whenever you like have, you kind of set on one thing, but like you're, you're like, oh, let me go check this out anyways. And then you just give yourself kind of too many options. And you're like, yeah. I, me, like from, I'm trying to go, like going forward, I'm just trying to go like whatever option I kind of get first. Just kind of trust your gut. Yeah. That first mind always doesn't steer you wrong and i told her i was like you know the more you look the more you can keep finding stuff and you're gonna always yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna always you're gonna always yeah. find something and you're just gonna put yourself in this this spot where you're just like now you're just trying to chase um i want to say happiness in a way but um it's just like you're gonna put yourself in a bad position yeah for sure so yeah. but well, i'm glad you found it though mm-hmm. I'm, I'm i'm happy for her. And then other than that, uh, we went to a little kid's birthday party on Saturday after she came back, um, stayed there for a little bit, came back home. And then Sunday we had our softball game, uh, lost horribly. Um, yeah, that was a really bad loss. It was like 20 to four or something like that. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, and here we are this week. So it's just, here we are. Well, I guess we uh, <clears throat> hop into these stories. Yeah, and look at this. Vic, Vic let me read first this time. Yeah. <laughs> we had a conversation. I was, I was, was like, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and jump into this first story. So the first story has to do with this husband and wife who already have three kids, and they actually find out that they're cousins after a DNA test. Wild. So a married couple with three children learned that they're actually cousins after taking a DNA test for a family tree project. Uh, Selena Kionis uh, revealed the shocking news in a now viral TikTok video with over 4.4 million views since it was posted last month. Reactions to the clip range from confusion to outright negativity. Uh, she's, Selena says, there's a lot of negative comments. It's horrible. People keep asking, why would you do that? Why would you post this? Um, but I take it. Everything with a grain of salt. I'm a real, I'm a realtor, so I'm used to getting bag and badgered all the time. So like, ah, it's nothing. Uh, it says, in 2006, Lena married her husband, uh, Joseph Quinones, uh, after just a couple months of dating each other. No one re- realized they were related, despite the family meeting many times since then. So even the families didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's crazy. Like, uh, I kind of get the whole like, why would you? I can see people's point of view were like, why would you post that? Like, just take it to the grave with you. Yeah. Uh, but, but I mean, at that point, what, three kids in and they're already like all kind of like teenagers and stuff. Like, what are you going to do? Leave? <laughs> Leave your right. Husband? Yeah. It's like, it's like, do I not love you no more? Because you're my cousin. <laughs> right. I mean, like, I get that there's probably that a little awkward phase for a little bit after this. And it's like, you don't really know how to take it in, but like, you you are you already too far indeed just to leave just because the <laughs> the DNA test. Hey, yes, all right, we're I, already here. 
She said all all the kids have ten toes and ten fingers, so. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she has said we ended up having our wedding, and even then, our grandmas seemed to be a lot alike, and they got along, but still nothing clicked. She said the couple learned about a relationship after taking DNA tests ten years into the marriage, and it says Joseph added, "We didn't think about it. We never <laughs> saw her at family reunions, funerals, or weddings." And then it says after Selena began assembling a family tree. On my heritage DNA test, the couple learned that they were related. This happened roughly 10 years into the marriage. She said, I ordered a DNA test that came in, and sure enough, we did our swabs, put them in the mail, and off they went. And then we got our, our results back, and I searched the family tree DNA, another part of the search, and saw him pop up there. And, and I go, oh, no. And it says, <laughs> <laughs> upon learning of the relationship, uh, revelation, Selena said she first doubted whether she and her husband should remain together, saying that she was in shock and was a little depressed over it, to be honest. Um, it says wife claimed she was unsure if the couple should remain together, uh, but they ultimately decided to stay. So, however, she claims they already had three kids together and all of them were healthy. Uh, their sons are 15 and 13 years old, while their daughter's 10. They told the outlet, she said, I was in shock. I was a little depressed over it. And to be honest, this was after I already had three kids, all of them were healthy. And that, like Vic says, they have 10 fingers, 10 toes, but it was still a shot. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I uh, also see it down here where it says that the DNS test shows that they're somewhere between second and seventh cousin. Yeah, that's, meaning a, big, the closest, that's a broad, bro. That's very broad. Yeah. Then it says, meaning the closest common relative they would have in common would be a great grand grandparent. Yeah. And look. So, like, how do you. Go on, go on. So look, so, I, this is how I, I feel. I would rather it be a cousin than a sibling. Like if it was like brother, mom, sister, yeah. or I, I don't know, aunt or uncle, maybe like that would be like super fucking weird. But well, yeah, I feel like that'd be weird. But a cousin, and you know, <laughs> second, third, going down that line of cousins, like I, I feel like as much as that sucks, like I would rather that situation than to be marrying my my sister <laughs> that I just didn't know about my sister from my dad's side and I just never met her. And, and then like, I've been seeing my dad this whole time at these reunions and he ain't said shit. <laughs> you ain't gonna say shit? Nah, bro. You look happy. <laughs> do you, do you, but fam? Is there like, well, say you weren't like, you would start, barely started dating a girl and you found out you were like fourth or fifth cousins. Would you like, would you end it there? Or would you like? Ah, that's a hard one. Um, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel it... like with this a fresh relationship, I feel like it's kind of fair to <laughs> be like, yeah, you know, hey, we're cousins. I don't know if this should be happening. But is there like a like you had a degree of cousins where you'll be okay with their like seventh cousin or eighth cousin or I, some shit like that? I don't know, man. You're 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 trying to push me <laughs> to being like, ah, hey. <laughs> yeah, I feel like cause well, I feel like. In some way, we're kind of all related, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking in some way, but like still, just hearing any kind of family name put to somebody, um, kind of puts that fruition. Like if if I was was to like you know take a DNA test and Kayla ended up being my seventh cousin, I'd just be like, well, you just my seventh cousin, and we just ain't gonna talk about it. (laughs) But I'm definitely not coming out. On TikTok, it'd be like, oh, yeah, I married my seventh cousin, and 
we got kids together and we're married for this many years. I don't understand why people needed to know that. Like that's that's nobody's business. <laughs> hey, that's how to get views, bro. I guess, but <laughs> shoot, jump off a cliff or something and live. Like, <laughs> can that can that not get you if you generate views? <laughs> I mean, I guess, but <laughs> just uh, no, that's crazy. But uh, rob a story and then say it was a joke. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just say, just kidding, bro. You just won't kidding. get arrested. Just kidding, bro. <laughs> this gun wasn't even real. Um, no, but I guess the only thing I, the only advice I have for you guys is um, don't try to pick up anybody at a family reunion. Because <laughs> <laughs> they might be related. <laughs> uh, but uh, I guess going on to the next story. Um, so yeah, like I said, I was kind of watching the draft on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And the first day of the draft is just like the first round. Uh, and so this story kind of happened a couple of days later, but our team, America's team, not just our team, America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> uh, picked up Deuce Vaughn, who is actually the son of one of the team scout, um, in the draft. So Deuce Vaughn won't have to look far from a familiar face with his new team, the Dallas Cowboys. On Saturday, Dallas took running back, or took running, I guess, took running back Vaughn, who measured at five foot five at the combine with the 35th pick of the sixth round in the 2023 NFL Draft. Vaughn's father, Chris, is currently the assistant director of college scouting for the team. After the choice, cameras showed Chris Vaughn hugging Cowboys COO and executive vice president, Stephen Jones, and owner uh, and general manager, Jerry Jones. NFL Network Draft analyst Daniel Jamire said Vaughn removed himself from the Cowboys draft room during during the deliberations of his son. <clears throat> so yeah, uh, you know, it's a it's pretty like a heartwarming story. And I kind of was listening to the radio, like the the talk about the Dallas Cowboys, and they were saying that the father left the the room, and he he was calling his son to like consult him because you know it's like the sixth round and he hasn't been drafted yet. So like he's just his son was kind of down, so he's kind of you know, like giving him his pep talk, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then that's when like they played a little audio where like you hear Jerry and Mike McCarthy kind of talking, like talking about this guy and like uh, Mike or Jerry Jones is, is asking Mike McCarthy, like, are you like, are you, this is like, are you down for this? Is this is what we're going to do? And they were, they, they were both on board and um, yeah. So then they came back in and then he, the father actually calls the son to like tell him that he's been drafted by the Dallas Cowboys. <clears throat> he's like, uh, how would you feel about coming to work with me? Uh, next week, because yeah, I get that's, <laughs> like, that's how that little clip. Yeah, so it was, it was a little heartwarming. Um, even like I saw it on TikTok and I was looking at the comments, and it was bro, there was Eagles fans in there saying like, "Bro, th- this is a nice story." <laughs> 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 they were like, it's, "It's hard for me to like the story because it's Dallas Cowboys, but it, I have to." So, I have to, I have to. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess my only question, kind of for you, is like, I get it. I mean, obviously, if he wasn't a good player, they wouldn't draft him. They didn't see potential, but like at what point, like it's you know, like for them, he's a six-round pick. And how many, like, do you think they'll kind of cut him a little bit more slack because he's the son of the scouting person, or do you think they're gonna try to keep like completely business? I'm like, and that's what I'm curious about. Um, 
Jerry Jones is a family man, uh, if anything. Yeah. So I feel like, in a way, even if he didn't really feel like this, he's small. Like, he's 5'5". Five five. And 5'5 five five running back, man, I, you don't see many of those in NFL. Um, mm-hmm. So to be at that magnitude and stuff like that, I feel like a big part of why he got drafted was because he was still available and he was the son of one of the scouts. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that's kind of what I, I see. Like, I feel like a big part of that is because he was the son. Yeah, I mean, it was a sixth round, so it's not like they give like they spent their first round draft pick on him or exactly. anything. So at that point, it's just like, who's there? Who's left? And uh, he's and yeah, I, and now he still got to prove himself to stay on the the starting roster, uh, or stay on the roster. So. What is it, 52? 52? I want to say, yeah, because I think they have, uh, there's a 56 active roster, but they can only take 52 of the game or something like, some mm-hmm. shit like that. So um, he still got to make that part of the team. Um, so he still got to prove himself. All these all these people who get drafted, they're not for sure on the team. More than likely, yeah. usually the person who usually is is the first draft pick, but even then, they still got to prove, prove, prove their spot. Um, but I'm I'm looking forward to see what we do next year. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, it is like the story is heartwarming, and it'd be kind of cool just to kind of follow along. But I am a little worried. <laughs> like a year from now, he'll be like playing the XFL or some shit. Which <laughs> 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 I mean, nothing wrong with that. I mean, he wasn't American in 2022, um, but it definitely was something that I feel they kind of just wanted a little heartwarming story. Yeah. Can you hear me? You don't worry. Just freeze. <laughs> yeah, you froze, bro. <laughs> I know you froze, bro. <laughs> Where would I freeze at? I don't know. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's a goofy looking face, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're still like buffering, bro. Yeah, I can, can you hear me now? Yeah, you're like going in and out. Uh. Should I leave and come back again? No, you're good now. Because I heard you say, hey, Vic. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Uh... I, I guess. I don't <laughs> know, bro. <laughs> I, saw, yeah, we'll I, saw, I saw your stuff. You're making it so hard to edit. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. My bad. Uh, what were we, though? I, said, I heard you say, hey, Vic. And then you froze. But apparently I froze. Yeah, it was, it was definitely <laughs> still going on my end. <laughs> Did you hear me or no? No, I can't hear a word you said. The last part you had said, it was just like a whole bunch of mumble. And then you just, <laughs> you just stopped moving and you stopped talking. So, <laughs> uh, Let's see. Nah, Go Cowboys. <laughs> I guess. I, I was trying to figure some Little way. Take difficulties there. Find some way to put that in there. But anyways, um, yeah, go Cowboys, and uh, you know we got people drafted. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, we actually make some other moves. But uh, <laughs> oh my god, what happened? Your internet's so bad right now. Is it? Yes. Let me see if I can access some of these apps or something. I swear some of these little freeze frames are like you looking like a drunk. 
<laughs> well, anyways, I ain't start your next story, Vic. <laughs> All right, moving on to our other story. Um, a Taco Bell employee in Dallas violates a customer. And uh, we talked about this a little before. The word they use here, which is violate, I feel like was a little bit too much. But I'm going to go ahead and read the story and let me know what you think. He said, not violate, it's sexually harass. I'm just playing. <laughs> <I'm just> playing. <laughs> um, let me skip some of the beginning of this. But uh, in a recent incident at, at a Taco Bell drive-thru in Dallas, Texas, a heated argument broke out between an employee and a customer. The incident reportedly began with the customer stated, started the conversation with, uh, why don't you come out with your own effing eyes and take a look? Now, as you guys can tell, as you guys can tell, we're having a lot of technical difficulties. And so we're probably going to have to end this podcast early today. Um, usually I have Vic do this spiel, but he keeps freezing so much, I don't know if he can. <laughs> I can give it a shot. All right. Uh, make, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, now hear me out, KV. KV. Go ahead and make sure to email us any stories, comments, questions. Concerns at nowhearmeout.kv. Nowhearmeout.kv. KV. <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, go ahead and subscribe and like our YouTube at Chris and Vic parentheses NHMO. NHMO. And go ahead and leave us five stars on iTunes. Five stars. And follow me on TikTok, weirdvic underscore flips. Follow the podcast on TikTok at nowhearmeoutpodcast. And make sure to check out our spread shop at nowhearmeout.myspreadshop.com. Cool. And you guys can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, um, Discord, all that good stuff at Smoke Chris for the ease of threes. That's Smoke Chris for the ease of threes. Again, I apologize for all the technical difficulties we are going oh, and experiencing. Um, but hey, nonetheless, we got through a couple stories and I'll try to make something shake with this, what we got. <laughs> um, but other than that, we're out of here. We'll catch you guys next week and hopefully our equipment is working a lot better. But until next week, we'll catch take you guys next wife. time. <laughs> we'll take, uh, yeah, we'll hit you guys. Damn it, Vic, you messed me up. <laughs> but we'll catch you guys next week. Um, see y'all. Much love. And till next time, we're out of here. Peace. Peace.